0: Warning, you never know what's going to pop out of our mouth. We may or may not use inappropriate language, but you, if you know us, you can guarantee we probably are. Warning. What's, what's up, up? What's, what's up? up? I'm Sarah, the mother.
1: And I'm Jewel, the daughter. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to What the F, F is Lady Like? like.
0: 845 Oregonians hospitalized with COVID-19. The coronavirus hotspots in the south, but communities in other parts of the country, including the Pacific Northwest, they're suffering too amid this latest surge. Hospitalizations in Oregon hit a record high yesterday. Right. Only 7% of ICU beds available across the state. Portland police say the shooting happened just after five o'clock this morning. The deaths are the 57th and 58th homicides in Portland this year. Portland lost
1: more ground and more lives in its battle with gun violence this weekend. Two people
0: gunned down in the span of a few hours.
1: A woman was killed and six others wounded early this morning during a shooting in Portland, Oregon. Things are up. You know that. Homicides are up. Violent crime in general is up. And we see your emails. Portlanders
0: are scared. Those that walk down the street and turn a blind eye to the city that they live in pisses me off. There's plenty to be done that can be helped. But yet, those turn their heads. And ignore it.
1: Let's talk about homelessness for just a bit. I mean, we're
0: talking about big
1: picture issues right now, big problems, and homelessness is certainly one of them. And there, there's been a pattern that we've been noticing.
0: Today, the city of Portland moved in to clear a massive homeless camp around Laurelhurst
1: Park. I'm curious as to where did the people in the 50 sweeps per week
0: go? A far right rally that at times turned violent. This happened in Northeast Portland yesterday. Members of the Proud Boys. And- How much more can we take? This is the first time listening to us. Welcome, guys.
1: Welcome, welcome.
0: I hope you're having a great day today. An amazing day. Today we're going to be talking about our hometown, Portland, Oregon. It's been on the national news lots of times over these past few years. So I thought we would tell you really what the heck is going on
1: we are gonna set the record straight well on our end record straight of what we've witnessed and um the facts that we know and you know this is our town we i was born here raised here Um, my mom also and a lot of our family have been all around here so this is this is our place and the way we've seen it change is just Saddening. It's you wish you could have a happy place, but it's very, it's a sad place.
0: It really is. So, Portland's also known as Portlandia,
1: keeping Portland weird,
0: P Town, the city of roses, Rip City. You know, our town used to thrive. It was, it was a happening place. It really was. I mean, you could get all sorts of food.
1: Oh yeah, there was all sorts of different little rinketing places, fun little places to go to. That <clears throat> it was just very unique. You, Portland was very unique. When they say keep Portland weird, they mean it. I mean, we're we definitely are a weird bunch but i mean the shit that's going on right now has just gone too far
0: Mm -hmm. and those of you that don't know portland sits right on top of an active volcano field and an earthquake zone in portland if you've never been here i mean yes it's green we have mountains all um, outside of the area, and you know, going up into the hills, it was very pretty town. I was never afraid to go downtown. As a matter of fact, with the p- the job that I have, I'm all over the place. I've heard that I've heard the news stories. Some of them are accurate.
1: So when they say, <clears throat> "Oh, it's just a homeless problem," we well, have a homeless problem. What do you say to that? How do you feel about that?
0: I think there's more to that story than just a homeless problem. You know, um, from homeless Mm -hmm. to violence to the crimes. I mean, crimes as far as the shootings, which has, like, escalated within this last uh, year. Um, In crimes as far as, like, the Cadillac converters that are being stolen, they're going to be telling you know the people that they turn them into that they can't they can't purchase them there's vandalism we have the cost of housing is so high in Portland we have a poor community leadership th- th- that is it
1: 100%. I mean, <clears throat> when you lack thereof of leadership, of guidance, of and help, and someone to be able to help you, reach out to, like, what do you do with that? You know what I mean? You need someone to help you. There's also, <clears throat> people may say homeless, homeless, homeless thing, but there has to be a before before there was of where they are now. They all didn't just end up there just how they are now. They're not they all had something happen. Right. And whether that mean the some actually choose because now they've learned that there's a way of living that's rent free and basically it's like camping to them, but living outside and then it's totally fine. But then you have these people and this is where I can speak on because i have a lot of relation to the medical field because of my health but they push so many heavy medications to mental health patients that i don't necessarily think are okay so when they say a lot of homeless people are like vets or anything like that that worries me that maybe they got put on some medication that they couldn't get off of or they try to get off of and it made them not okay and so for that that that's a fail in the medical field and I'm so sorry for
0: that yeah and I I completely agree with you on that Mm -hmm. I feel like we have a lot of mental health people that are homeless Mm -hmm. I feel like we have a lot of drug addicts that are homeless Mm -hmm. I feel like there are homeless people that are truly homeless and they need help and they have where to go and now because of you know these crimes that are be- being committed they're all being classified as well you're you're on drugs you checking out our boy jesse sponberg if not i highly recommend it go check him out urban survivor Man dot com.
1: if you guys are interested in any sound editing or anything to do with music Check out our sound engineer, Brendan Gen, also known as Comeback Karma. You can find him on Instagram. And he you can message him that way and he would definitely respond. He's really great, guys.
0: Don't forget to go check out Dying on the Inside with Josh Larson
1: you guys are at any local pubs and bars, be sure to be at a lookout for Josh. He's going to be doing a bunch of open mics. Guys, I would like to remind you, if you like what you're listening to, please like, comment, share, subscribe, and please leave a review. Thank you.
0: shit is crazy i mean we've even been mentioned in forbes magazine for crap's sakes they raised the question of is portland dying
1: i mean with you saying that that kind of reminds me of a lot of people talking about how we have a mall that's a dying mall but in reality since i've been a kid There's been crime at the mall and super horrible things happening at that mall since I've been a little girl and only getting worse and worse and worse as I've gotten older. And there's been some people who are kind of outsiders who don't live here who are like, oh, that's so sad. It's a dying mall. When I'm like, oh, no, no, they to redo that and figure out that like area because it's horrible because it's always been set. There's been crime set in this mall that I'm talking about and it's not good and a lot of businesses have had to leave or close because of it and there's no businesses there's very few businesses in this mall because of that
0: yeah and so other cities that were dying their leadership stepped the hell up they stepped up to try and make it better they raised to the challenge and they saved their cities. Our leadership sits there with their tail between their legs, almost like they're, I picture it like their tail be- between their legs, bumping into walls, like I don't even know what's happening. Right?
1: I question how we even got these people in office, but then again, I'm like, okay, oh, where look at where we live.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they re- they they elected them, mm. right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they did.
0: And I don't have the luxury anymore to vote for Portland, even though my address says it's uh, Portland and then another city and another city.
1: <laughs> you have family that do.
0: I do, and I work there, too. I feel like our town is turned into fucking Gotham without no Batman.
1: Well, and with that being said, too, like, also, like, The Purge. Like, I feel like people think they can just get away with any crime. Right. And just get away with it. Like, stealing, robbing, anything, and just being... Walk,
0: a- walking out of a 7-Eleven and freaking shooting somebody. Yeah. An innocent person
1: yeah, just doing outrageous behavior that is just not humane. I don't want to say it's not human, but it's not humane and it's not right. It's not it's not how we need to be living. It's disgusting behavior,
0: yeah. I mean, a few little um homeless areas is not going to solve the problem. You need like thirty of them. You need these these people to know that. You know, they can get off the street. Um, I mean, unfortunately, there are kind of rules, right? You know, you have to do certain things in order to, you know, probably stay at these places. And, you know, some people are not going to want to do that. But here's the thing that I learned in business. You have to weed out the bad, right? Weeding out the bad. You know, we're, I mean, we don't have Batman in heaven if we were to dress up and go go out into town dressed up like Batman and Robin, people would think we were crazy, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, but they, again, probably wouldn't blink an eye. They would just be like, all right, it's just another day here in Portland. I mean, this is, okay, this is something that is really sad. So there's an occasion when I was going to a Portland Trailblazer game, and I'm riding the Max. And going through Portland, it goes right through Portland (coughs) in some pretty deep parts. And there was this guy laying there and it almost looked like he he was dead. And you just see people walking and I couldn't get off. the, The max was going by him and you just see people walking by him, not checking on him. Nobody calling anybody to see just walking by him walking by him. But he's laying there and he looks like he's in pain and he looks like he's hurt. And it's just sad. It it was just very sad to witness. And I witnessed that I think like three years ago.
0: Yeah. And it's gotten way worse since then.
1: Oh, yeah. It's gotten way worse. I mean,
0: we had just celebrated my father's life and he was a president of the Portland Softball Association and he was on a national level but at that same time he ran Delta Park um, before before all of COVID happened right and then my father ended up passing away during you know because everything was shut down during the time that COVID was you know nobody was playing at this time and then my father passed away. Remember that big storm we had that we talked about? My father passed away that Monday. We finally celebrated his life out on on one of his fields. And, you know, I drive into Portland, um, which is not that far, you know, which is, you know, I live right off the Willamette R- Rivers where I ended up bringing my home because I wasn't able. I fell in love with a home in Portland, but the taxes were like three times the amount of money than what I could pay here, which we'll go back to that because that doesn't add up in my brain. But we went to Delta Park. What was your first initial... You grew up on Delta on the stomping grounds at Delta Park. I mean, from a really young age.
1: Um. Yeah. Pretty much. I was a baby, and you guys started playing softball onto Grandpa's team <clears throat> that he had, and yeah, me and my brother grew up just playing, like literally running around there. Everybody knew us. We could, did everything. We got to run there. I got to drive the golf carts. I helped clean up. I did you know everything in there, and to witness. Everything that was surrounding it and around it now versus what it used to be. And even going down the Marine Drive near the airport and like Ikea area is just, it's so sad. They've literally made their own town of, I don't, homeless, I guess, people without home. And, I mean, going into it, I got to, there was a fire by one of them. There's a city bus that was taken basically over, and then th- there's this literally very impressive. So I really give them that. They're very impressive. There was a literally a home made out of. Burgers. And it looked like, like a hobbit home, but it was made out of doors. And I was like, "Well, that's very clever, and looks like it works." And I mean, they're doing what they can, but it's just seeing it. I mean, it. You, not only there, you, my family on my my in laws used to live <clears throat> downtown Portland, smack dab in it, and they will no longer go over there anymore because of how horrible it is and they've moved away. They, they live in the country now. so if that tells you guys anything and they used to be city folk to the core So one thing that frustrates me about the media is that they kind of want to just say like oh my gosh, it's gotten really bad now, right but it's kind of always been bad and it's just brought into more of a tension, I feel like. Um, I was going to bring it up. I was in high school and me and all my friends and my current partner to this day, we used to go to the mall every week on a certain day, certain time after school and we got lucky one day and if anybody lives in Clackamas County, or even in Orch, really, will know what I'm talking about. And we all of a sudden on that day decided not to do go there. We decided to do something else that day. And we got lucky because there was a shooting right where we all meet up. It was in the food court area. And that is exactly where we all met up. And we got together and walk around the mall, did what any other teenager would do. And I would say we got lucky that day because my mom knows we used to go there every week on that day at that time.
0: Yeah, and you weren't there that day. It was a tragic day. Mm -hmm. Um, Things started going downhill. We ended up having this person in office that (sighs) I'm sorry to say, When times get tough, you know, he doesn't he doesn't pull through.
1: No, no,
0: he doesn't pull through and he runs and hides pretty much. He does run and hide to be in a leadership like that. You need to be able to come together in a time of crisis. Okay, we knew the pandemic was going to be a heavy hit. We knew this. You can't flip a switch off, make everybody go home, you know, social distance, not be able to manufacture things because you have to be six feet apart. Labor that is happening right now to produce things can't think that there's going to be effect on that. People lost their jobs. The homeless situation was already getting bad before the pandemic happened.
1: Well, and I know that there's actual genuine people who have lost their jobs because of that company going down, right? I get that. But then we have these group of people that I want to call the unemployment moochers. <laughs> yeah. Who are more than capable of getting off their ass and providing for their community? Because I just have to say this, because I'm just speaking from my own experience, and you know this has just come from my heart. Um, I'm not going to say where my partner works, but he works for somewhere that provides food for a lot of all you people <laughs> to eat, and it's kicking his ass, and it's kicking everybody else's ass. And he needs the help, but nobody wants to work. So, put two and two together. If nobody wants to work, how are you supposed to put food onto your table? Tell me that.
0: Right, and if he doesn't do his jobs, that food is not going to the stores. Those, The food that he has, the products that he has, is not going to be put onto the shelves at the stores.
1: He works at a distribution center for... A very well-known food place that people shop at so and a lot of the people are having a hard time handling the work because it's a lot of work at first because they have no one to work because nobody wants to work and so people keep quitting because it's too much but if you just keep going through it and then hiring more people it'll get easier but they're not getting the help they need
0: yeah, so he has to work right now, I think, seven days a week. Sometimes he goes in he goes in at four thirty and he doesn't get home sometimes until nine AM.
1: Yeah, I mean he was only getting a day off and right now he's gonna get no days off, so it's actually gonna be more than seven days a week. He's gonna get he's gonna be working fourteen days in a row.
0: So I know the work is out there. I know the work is out there. Now, whether it's not the amount of money that you wish to have right now but I do know that that work is out there sometimes people have to to take a job to better themselves right you know you know not everybody is going to find something that's going to pay them the money that they love to do that they dream to do
1: But trust me, guys, because I've been out there. They are hiring. You can hop, skip, and jump to each, but I'm pretty sure they are hiring. So many people are desperate for help, and so many people could use it. And right now, I'm going to give you guys this actual very helpful hint. Right now, they're paying probably way more than they're going to be paying in the long run because they are desperate for people so they're h- making it a, a higher pay t- for people right higher compensation more more what is it that they're doing more more perks in, more, more incentives mm-hmm. because if you trust me if you go look because i my husband was going through it he almost every, everybody had an incentive of hiring like oh 3, this hiring bonus, higher, hire like you it they're going to help you guys out, trust me, because they need the help.
0: Right, right. So I'm gonna bring back. We ended up, I fell in love with this house in southeast Portland. I love the inside of that house, huh? It was just it was spot on what I wanted when I was looking to buy a house. It was in Southeast. I was completely in love with it. The taxes were like three times the amount of property tax that I pay now.
1: Yeah, I mean, people don't take that into consideration when they look at a house. They don't see, they see the price of the house, but then you're like, oh, you better look at those taxes. You better look at that, the other stuff because it's, it gets pricey depending on where you live.
0: So I didn't end up buying a house in Portland um, because of the taxes. So I live just barely outside of Portland. And right off near the Willamette River. And you know, my property taxes aren't that much. But I sit back and I think. I watch all of this happen because of course it doesn't take me very long to get to work. Um and I'm like, you know, those people pay a lot of money in property taxes. They get taxed on a lot of money. And I'm and I'm turning around and I drive in and I've watched this process happen. Of what the town is turning into, which is my hometown, which I grew up on 56th and Duke. It just breaks my heart that really that our leadership has made this what it is today.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's sad Um, when I go to my mother-in-law's house, I'm not going to disclose where she lives, but she doesn't live in the best of area, and it is horrible, like, leading up to going to her house, and you hear gunfire at night, you hear all sorts of things, and yelling, fighting, I mean, it's not good, not good, and... We have to figure out the balance of the right from wrong. And it's a very lot of wrong going on right now. And we got to be doing better to make the community better. And everybody, everybody, I think, can agree that children are the most important in a lot of these things. And to witness all this stuff, you're just going to have them grow up in that same atmosphere, and that same barn. And they need to break from that. And we can have great, brilliant, intelligent, imaginative children that don't have to worry about violence or fear. They can just live.
0: Right. Right. Be safe. And it's so traumatic, man. Let's answer Forbes' question that they raised. Is the city of Portland dying?
1: I mean, I think that there's chaos going on for sure. And like I said back in a little bit ago, it's definitely, if anybody watches or have watched The Purge, it reminds me of The Purge. It's like no rules apply. People are getting away with a lot of things. And then it's not, I don't want to say just murder or stabbings or killings or any of these kinds of things. People are getting away with so much crazy stuff, like a lot of like stealing, like stealing intensely like a lot of big things and minor things but and they just think it's okay and they take advantage of small communities too
0: i'm going to say yeah it's dying i'm going to tell you why it's dying because portland is not contributing what they used to be contributing to right they're not contributing to anything you know there is a economic downfall that is happening. I mean, it's just a shit town. It's just a shit town.
1: And back to the this. Um, the doctors, shame on you for getting a lot of younger people addicted to drugs. Shame on you. And also getting a lot of vulnerable people, vulnerable people addicted to drugs. Because you don't know what that did to people. You made them feel, feel like that was their only option when it isn't. And I'm speaking off of experience and shame on you that you guys could do better. You could give them better options that it doesn't always resort to drugs.
0: Yeah. Drugs or surgery that you have to be relied on the medication. Cause I'm going to tell you something on my ankle. They are pushing me to the point where like you have to have surgery. Well, I know damn well that my tendon, because I tore my tendons, that it doesn't heal for like eight months. And how I know that is I took reflexology a long time ago and I had a crass course of different things. And I'm not the smartest person. I am not a doctor. But I do know that there are so up to I'm gonna crack you open, you're gonna to have to put on some medication. Let's get you, you know, you know. There are ways around not doing that. And as far as mental health, it is disgusting. On the medications and some of these medications they kind of make you go crazy and you are um, dependent on it and you are suicidal
1: yeah and i'm just glad that i'm very self-aware and do my research on everything that tries to come my way because i don't want to put any harmful things in my body and i only want to put what's good in And what's going to benefit me in the long run you have to look at that also you can say oh this is going to make me feel better now but is it going to make me feel better later on you got to look at that and you also have to decide that decision for yourself but trust me there are ways around it you don't have to
0: resort to
1: drugs there's other ways
0: Yes. And those th- those of you that are out on the streets that can listen to this, um, I do know that my mom volunteered in Portland um, in a place where, you know, people could take showers and get the hygiene that they needed. And during that time, I highly encourage you after, after you know, doing that is to go out and find yourself a job. There are people out there that are trying to help. We can't help the leadership. We can't help the leadership. You know, we could butt heads with these people. These people aren't even in the, you know, they're not showing up into their offices, you know, because of COVID. So the only thing that we could do is email, which they can, you know, not read it. But, I mean, I guess we could... You know, take over the town with Batman. But hey, I don't have that kind of money to be be, become Batman. I I just got bit by something. Maybe it was a spider. But uh, you know, I don't have any superpowers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a lot of people learn this, and it takes. It depends on the person on how long it takes. But you learn that you got to fight fight for yourself. But you also need support and guidance along the way. And you can't be afraid to ask for that support or help.
0: If any of those people are in leadership and they're turning their heads away from these people that are asking for help, shame on you. Shame on you. You know, it's time to take back our community in a nonviolent way. We We can sit here all day and talk about it but it's up to everybody as individuals to make sure that their community is okay.
1: I remember going to the parades downtown growing up and they were so beautiful to watch. It would be by the waterfront and it was just an amazing thing. And it's just, I mean, we haven't had it in a few years because of COVID, but it was just, it's just not the same. It's not the same as what it is because of what you have to walk around witness. And it's it's just not,
0: good. It isn't good. It isn't good at all. Portland, get your act together. I could say that. I was born here.
1: We need more positivity, less negativity. Gotta help people, uplift people. Don't bring people down.
0: Stop stealing Cadillac converters. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, one of one of our friends went into some place and then they came out and their car wouldn't start. Down the street, they were uh, stealing stuff from a U Haul place. Then, And then, you know, there was a chase and all these things that are happening. It's just like crazy. All the shootings, all the shootings. There's shootings near my mom, my uncle's house. I mean,. It, it needs to stop. It needs to stop.
1: Violence with violence is not the answer, guys.
0: Kill them with kindness. I'm not being very kind today.
1: <laughs> shoot them down. This is what I. This is the only thing I say. Okay. Shoot them down with a peace sign. Okay. <laughs> That's the only shoot shot you do. Okay. You Don't shoot nobody with anything else but a peace sign.
0: Hey. And those of you that still live in Portland pay all those property taxes, I'd be like, what the fuck is my money going to? For fucking real, seriously. I mean, I would be. I would be. I'd be like right up in their face. Like, okay, now what? Okay, I gave you this money. Where did that money go to?
1: I think Simon's mom says that because she goes, nothing's changing. (laughs) She's like... (laughs) She she pays a lot of taxes
0: the... Right, right On that note I love you guys You guys be safe out there We gotta do
1: better we Gotta band together No judging
0: No judging, no judging Let's clean up the damn town though I feel like we need to go back Into the wild, wild west We may need to take out the freaking uh, uh, Oh, we can't say that on air Mm -hmm. until next time i'm sarah and i'm jewel
1: Peace.
0: peace What the F is Ladylike is produced by us. Our theme song is by Come Back Karma. Don't forget to like and subscribe.